Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 35 of the Live Free Experience. I'm your host, Brianna Bowley, performance coach, bookworm, and founder of the Live Free Movement, a movement dedicated to showing the world what else is possible. And of course, as always, proudly sponsored by Savage Marketing and KOs and Kilos Gym and Fightwear. So let me just set the scene for you for this particular uh, guest today. So uh, Diamondback Fighting, Fighting Championship 6 in Adelaide, South Australia, uh, I, of course, had teed up this interview that that morning with uh, this particular guest um, and uh, at times didn't quite line up during the day with him flying over from Sydney. Uh, so managed to kind of bail him up backstage and, and get it in real quick. Uh, we, of course, had Shane Mitchell's uh, defending title fight uh, going on on the TV. So uh, I, I do apologize. There is a little bit of a background noise. And I, as I said, I kept it short, sharp and shiny because it was a fight that I wanted to watch. And I'm very aware that uh, today's guest also <laughs> wanted to watch. Um, so of course, today I'm chatting with Suman Mokhtarian, co-owner of Australian Top Team and of course, professional MMA fighter, uh, also one of the cast of the Ultimate Fighter Series 27. Super down-to-earth dude. Hey, I had the pleasure of uh, ducking across to Sydney very, very briefly uh, and getting in a training session at Australian Top Team. Uh, it was a gym that I felt very welcomed in, um, had a lot of fun there, uh, was really rad to connect with some of the, the dudes from there and um, and just get a bit of a feel for, for what their gym's all about. I also wanted to know, I've actually left in at the very, very end of the, the interview, um, a moment, you know, one of the things that I love the most about my work, uh, not only as a coach, but also as a, uh, as a podcast host is that I get to see glimpses of people doing their thing, right? I get to see glimpses of people really living their passion. And, uh, you know, I get to see these glimpses in a light that, uh, that often people kind of miss out on. It's almost like the behind the scenes stuff that most people never get to witness with their own eyes. And so um, for me, you know, we, we wrapped up this interview. As I said, uh, both Suman and I had uh, one eye kind of on the TV watching the, the, the main event of DFC 6 going down. And, um, and so, uh, you know, I, I wrapped up the interview and I, I immediately... Suman sprung into, you know, all of his focus went straight to the TV and there's a moment at the very end of the audio where you can hear just how passionate he is about his work and just how passionate he is about seeing um, his fighters, whether it be fighters from Australian top team or, or specifically the fighters that he manages. And that's what I love the most about what I do. So I, I wanted to showcase that. And it's possibly something, it, it's it's a side of him that people don't necessarily get to see firsthand. So um, without further ado, let's get this show on the road. All right, Suman, how are we doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good. So let's start off. Tell me a little bit about you and your journey. How did you get into martial arts? Um, I got into martial arts about eight years ago, um, just through... My brother, you know, he, he needed an outlet, he needed something to do. Um, and it was something to bring us together, you know. We kind of separated. I was always a kid that um, looked up to my brother. And um, it got to a point in my life where I, I wasn't really um, seeing him as the role model that he used to be. And I think he's, he's seen that. And um, he wanted to turn his life around. And, and we were both fans of the sport. Mm-hmm. And we figured that this was the best way to, to try and do something positive with our lives. Um, my brother wasn't like a good kid and I wasn't the best either. Um, we made a lot of mistakes. Uh, you know, I would say uh, we've, we've hurt people, you know, 
in, in many ways, you know, like we've, we've done a lot. We've separated from a lot of people in our family. Um, we've been through a lot as brothers, you know, and we've always kind of overcome those things. Um, and MMA was just our outlet. MMA was our, our way of, of repent, you know, yep. as what I would say. You know, I, I always say that when I fight, I don't fight for myself or anything. I'm, I'm fighting for the sins of my past. Wow. You know, um, a lot of people say, uh, uh, oh, yeah, no, it's great. You are undefeated. You had all these wins and including my brother as well. He had all these wins and he got to the UFC. And, um, you know, I'm a big believer in karma, you know, and, you know, maybe maybe karma was for him to get to the UFC and have that loss in front of everyone and, and feel that hurt, you know. Um, I think that everything happens for a reason and I, I think that even myself going through the Ultimate Fighter and losing, um, you know, it built me up to a stage and it, and it built me up just to knock me down and, um, and humble me again and, and, you know, grow my love for the sport again. Wow, beautiful. So tell me about the experience of the Ultimate Fighter. Oh, the, the, you <laughs> know what? A dream, dream come true? It was a dream come true. I think the dream come true was uh, being able to train with all those people, um, being able to train with Steve Miocic, mm. all his coaching staff, um, and also DC, Kane Velasquez. I got to meet Max Holloway, Luke Rockhold, wow. Chris Weidman, like all these guys that are, yeah. are the elite of the elite. You know, you see these guys on TV all day and then you're sharing the mats with them. You know, they're giving you advice and, and then you get to spar with them and you get to see how, how you go. And it's, it's, a, it's a breathtaking experience. Um, I was a fan of the Ultimate Fighter since the first Ultimate Fighter. Mm -hmm. You know, that's kind of what drew me uh, towards it. And um, I, I've watched every season. I could name every fighter off the top of my head and I could name the results and everything that had happened in the house. I was a big fan of it. Um, experiencing it for myself, I realized it wasn't everything that I thought it was, you know. Um, I went through a bit of more of an emotional battle um, than maybe some of the other guys in, in that thing, and uh, you know I don't see it as as me being weak or being breaking. You know, if I cried in front of a camera or anything like that, that was just emotion of and passion yeah. because I went through a lot and a lot of things that didn't get shown on camera. You know, they have footage of of when I um, fractured my AC joint the first week I was there and no yep. one, like it doesn't even get shown. Mm -hmm. um, wow. You know, I tore my ACL in training uh, nine days before the, the fight I had, you know, and I went and fought with a torn ACL and then it came out afterwards that I did, you know, um, going through all those things and having to constantly tell myself it's just another hurdle that I've got to overcome mm -hmm. um, made me realize why they say the ultimate fighter is the toughest um, tournament in combat sports. It's the toughest tournament in, in the world. I realize that it is it is the toughest tournament in the world, but um, I feel like, you know, uh, it, it didn't break me. If anything, it just made me stronger. Going and training with all those guys really made me um, see my own level. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm just ready. Awesome. Yeah. So you've got your hand in a, a few different pies, so to speak. You're sort of, you know, as a pro fighter yourself, um, with your coaching at Australian Top Team, uh, and then of course as a fight manager, do you have sort of like a favourite hat that you wear? Or my favourite hat is coaching. Yep. Um, coaching is my, is my favourite hat. I enjoy it. I enjoy being in the corner with my guys. I I enjoy seeing them win. You know, I enjoy being a part of other people's journey. Um, the 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 fighting that I do is and like people might not understanding i fight because I, I train martial arts and i love martial arts and i feel like martial arts should be tested mm -hmm. um you know so that's just me testing my skills you know um 
some people have dreams of becoming like a UFC champion and things like that. For me, I'd just love to get there and test my skills and see how much I've learned over the years. Um, that's just like a battle for myself. I don't fight for anyone else or, or anything. I try and encourage people. I try and motivate people through my fighting, but um, fighting is just a, like a, a battle for myself. Coaching is where my love lies and I know coaching is where um, where my future is, mm-hmm. uh, my gym is where my future is. I, I love managing fighters, like I said, I like being involved. Um, but yeah, uh, my main thing is coaching and one day, you know, I want to be able to coach with all the best guys in the world. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so, can you tell us a little bit about the journey to, to opening up Australian Top Team? Pretty huge achievement. Yeah, well, my brother um, had his first amateur fight. We trained at Gracie Baja uh, together uh, when we first started out. and. We realized that, you know, you, you get a certain, you get a certain vibe when you go to, uh, to certain gyms, you know, some, some are great, some aren't so great, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to build something for ourselves where everyone felt welcome, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and we realized we didn't feel comfortable in a lot of these gyms, yep. so why not build something that we can be proud of. Mm-hmm. Um, so after my brother had his first amateur fight, me having... No, uh, like no martial arts experience. I had like two months of jiu-jitsu experience, I think. Um, after I had that, I said to him, like, do you really want to do this? And he's like, oh, we don't have to coach. We'll get coaches and, and we'll, we'll make something happen. And, and we did. You know, my brother had the vision of Australian top team. Mm-hmm. And um, just after his first amateur fight, he's like, fuck it, let's do it. We did it and look where we are today. Beautiful. So did you find that, I mean, given that neither of you really had a great deal of, uh, I guess, experience in the martial arts world and you went and opened a a gym, did you find that you got backlash? Yeah, we did. And we still get a lot of backlash. Like, we're we're still very, very young in the sport. Mm -hmm. Um, We're we're learning as as we're going. And um, people can hate on it. People can say what we want. But we're two people that just followed our dream. Mm -hmm. Uh, to me, like the backlash doesn't mean anything to me. Um, people are still saying that you know that we don't have the experience, and and I, I'm a kid coaching, I, and I am a kid coaching, you know. But um, I'm young, I'm hungry, and I, I enjoy what I do. So you can't take away, like you can't, um, you can't fault passion, mm-hmm. you know. And that's one thing that I never lack, and I'll, I'll never come short. I'll give everything for all my guys. I'll give everything for my brother. I'll give everything for my team. Um, and it's a lot more than I can say for all these other coaches that feel like they're entitled to something. Mm-hmm. I'm not entitled to anything, and um, I feel like everything that we've gotten to now, we've mm-hmm. earned. Mm-hmm. You know? Beautiful. So what does martial arts mean to you? It means the world. means opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know? um, it's an opportunity that we didn't always have. Yep. You know? um, it's an opportunity that we didn't always have, and, and it's something that we can continue to help other people. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, I said it before, you know, I feel like sometimes we're paying for those sins of ours and um and martial arts is just a a new start you know it's it's a new journey yep cool so i'm kind of mindful because both you you and i are sitting here watching uh your boy shane mitchell kind of out of the corner of our eye so i'm going to wrap this up just real quickly two big questions uh most profound experience you've ever had profound experience I think it was the first time I went into the ultimate fighter gym and I seen Dana White walk in wow that was one of the craziest experiences because like I said I watched it so many times I've seen it for so many years um, and then like being in that situation or waking up in the ultimate fighter house it just it still gives me goosebumps yep you know so that was one of the crazy experiences that I've had beautiful and also uh, what's the biggest sacrifice anyone's ever made for you the biggest sacrifice anyone has ever made for me you know, um, 
would be my brother. My brother would give up my, his life for me. You know, yeah, he would do everything for me the same way I would do anything for him. Um, you know, he's he's given me so many opportunities and so many things. Like I, I can really say my my brother's risked everything for me. You know, he has gone from risking his his friendships. He's gone to risking his marriage. You know, he like in any situation, my brother backs me. Yeah, you know, and um and that's. That's the ultimate sacrifice, and that's all I kind of need. I, I don't really need anything more than anyone. I don't need handouts uh, and stuff for sacrifices from anyone else. As long as I've got my brother and other great people around me, I'm happy. Beautiful. And last question. If you could give someone who's looking to chase their dreams and isn't really sure where to start or if it's possible, what would the advice, what, what, what advice would you give them? I'd tell them to follow their dreams, follow their passion, and don't let anyone tell them that they can't do something. Beautiful. Um, you know, uh, every day, every day we're told that we, we have limits and everyone tries to make limits for us and I don't feel like there's any limits in life. The only limits you have in life are the ones that you set for yourself. Um, I tell them don't set limits and stay consistent, you know. That's all that matters in life. Beautiful. Love it. Thank you thank so much. No, thank you. I'll let you, uh, let you finish watching Shane thank now. You. I'm <laughs> shooting. Man. I swear the round should be ending. Kick off the cage. So there we have a, a, a bit of a glimpse into Australian top team and, and some of the lads behind that. Um, I, of course, will pop all of the links for someone's social media and the Australian top team's social media accounts in the podcast description, as I always do. And for those of you that want to know possibly a little bit more about my work uh, with the Live Free Movement, you can check it all out at www.thelivefreemovement.com on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the live free movement on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash Brianna Bowley and on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Brianna Bowley underscore. And just for clarification, because y'all always spell my name wrong. It's B R I A N A Bowley B O W L E Y. So until next time, what else is possible?